Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. This is Pastor Alan Cheney from Cloverdale Church sitting in again for Pastor Tom, and I'm honored to do this for him and to be here with you. Pastor Tom, I know, would love for me to extend my thankfulness to you for all your prayers for him. Uh, he is recovering well from his fall and his broken ribs, and so I know he is greatly appreciative for all your prayers for him, and he will be back uh, next week uh, with you on his normal time. But again, I am so glad to be with you again today. And I thought uh, as we move into another week of Advent, getting closer to Christmas, only two weeks away at this point, that we would talk a little bit about uh, one of the prophecies that was spoken about Jesus. In fact, in the Old Testament, there were over 300 prophecies that were fulfilled in Jesus' life, his ministry, his death, and his resurrection. And I know at Christmas time, there is one in particular. Uh, that we hear all of the time, and I'm going to read it for you. It's in Isaiah chapter 9, uh, verses 6 and 7. But I thought um, we would spend a little bit of time taking a look at that, because in this prophecy, it actually gives the uh, character or qualities that Jesus was going to bring into the world. So let me read that for you. Very familiar passage. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. I love that as that concludes the passionate commitment of the Lord. Would you pray with me, Heavenly Father? Lord, we are so thankful for this another year that we can celebrate your birth. And Lord, it is so easy for us to get distracted by all of the busyness of this season, uh, with all of the preparations for the parties and the programs and the pageants and the presents and everything that goes along with Christmas. But Lord, we do not want to miss out on the true meaning of Christmas, for it's all about you. And so as we, uh, this week, take a look at this prophecy that you fulfilled, Lord, I pray that you would just open our hearts, open our minds to what you have to teach us in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, what I thought we would do is there is this series of four descriptions of who Jesus was going to be there in verse 6. It says, He will be our wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Again, I know we hear those words probably multiple times uh, every Christmas season, but do we stop? to reflect and to consider what do each of those actually mean to us personally. And today I wanted to spend just a few minutes talking about this concept saying that Jesus would be our wonderful counselor. I wonder, have you ever stopped to think about that? What does it mean that Jesus would be our counselor? Well, some things that come to my mind first and foremost is that Jesus said that he is the truth. And the fact that he is our counselor means that he came to tell us the truth. In fact, it doesn't say that Jesus has the truth. He's looking for the truth, that he teaches the truth, that he is the truth. And so whatever words come out of his mouth is the truth, and we can depend on it no matter what. And not only do we depend on that truth that Jesus teaches us, but just this whole concept of a counselor. I think a lot of times we shy away from that concept um, that we don't need anybody to counsel us, that we, are, uh, we can handle things on our own. And I think that is an unfortunate uh, concept that many of us fall into. 
We all could desperately use counseling, probably much more than we often think about it. I'm not talking about just in the formal sense. I'm just talking about it in general. In fact, the Bible says in multiple places, especially in Proverbs, it is the wise who get counsel. And who greater to get our counsel from than Jesus? So let's stop and talk about that for a minute. How do we gain counsel from Jesus? Well, as I said before, he is the truth, and we are blessed to have the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the story of Jesus' life from four different accounts given to us with multiple, multiple quotations of Jesus. And so one of the ways that we receive counsel from Jesus is just in his word, taking time to read the Gospels and to take to heart what he has to say. There is so much that we can learn from Jesus' words that are recounted there in those Gospels. But then we also know that Jesus himself said that he was going to leave us. And it was that very fact that he had to leave us so that he could then send uh, what he says is the Comforter, as we know, the Holy Spirit. And one of the roles of the Holy Spirit in our life is to give us counsel. And so we have the opportunity as believers in Jesus Christ to any moment of any day or night We can turn to the Holy Spirit and we can ask for his guidance, for his direction to reveal the truth to us, to inspire us. And there are lots of opportunities in prayer that we have all the time to do that. And one of the things that I heard years ago that I just absolutely loved is a lot of times in our prayer life, it is all about talking to God. And certainly prayer is communication with our Heavenly Father, but a huge part of communication with God is listening. And I just wonder, how often do we stop and listen? I had a pastor years ago say that we probably ought to uh, spend just as much time listening during our prayer times than talking. And I know that's often not done. It's a little bit uncomfortable, but uh, I think it'd be uh, very advantageous to us at the end of a time of prayer that we would just say, okay, God, do you have anything to say to me? And then just be quiet. And allow yourself to be open. Listen to the Holy Spirit to see if God might inspire you, direct you, guide you in any way. I think that is a a missed opportunity that we need to take advantage of. That is a whole part of Jesus being our wonderful counselor. Because again, he's the truth. He wants to speak to us. He speaks to us through his word. He speaks to us through his Holy Spirit. But again, I think we need to maybe start with this whole uh, humble attitude that I need a counselor, that I am not going to be able to figure out everything in this life on my own. We need to be willing to set aside our pride, to humble ourselves, and we know what the scripture says about that, that God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And I think one of the ways that God is gracious to us is that he gives us counsel. He helps us to make those decisions and to know the truth uh, when it is lacking in our lives. In fact, James tells us, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask, and God will graciously uh, grant us that wisdom without finding fault. And so this whole concept of, of Jesus being our wonderful counselor, I would encourage you this Christmas season to take some time to really consider all that that means in your life. How Jesus wants to speak the truth to you. How he wants to be that constant companion and counselor. 
So often we are not in a situation where we can call up a good Christian friend or a pastor and and get that counsel, which I would highly recommend uh, when you have the opportunity. If you're going through a tough time or you have a decision to make, um, it is powerful to have other Christians praying with you and for you and um, just sharing your heart with them and listening to them. I don't know how many times I've been in a small group Bible study and, and had something going on in my life or somebody else in the group has had something going on and they've shared it in a prayer request. And there is just something amazing about when you gain the insight, uh, the advice, and the prayers of God's people, how often uh, we see those uh, prayers answered, that we get the counsel that we need, and we are able to move on with life. And that is just a huge part of what Jesus came to offer us at Christmas. In fact, I think it's one of his most amazing gifts that we overlook, that he would be our wonderful counselor. So I encourage you, again, this Christmas season, uh, take some time to just sit in the presence of God and to just allow him to counsel you, if you will. And again, that means that sometimes we've got to be comfortable with just being quiet, being silent before the Lord. My wife, as I told you last week, she loves to decorate for Christmas, and she has decorated this absolutely beautiful Christmas tree all lit up with white lights. And uh, the other night she came home and I was just sitting in our living room with all the other lights off except for that Christmas tree. And it was just such a wonderful, calm, peaceful time that I could sit there and I could meditate and that I could listen to what the Lord was saying. And this season, even though it is so busy and we have so many things to do, so many parties to attend, there is a, uh, an uh, opportunity to, if we will, set aside those distractions uh, because everything seems to be amplified this time of year. And so let the presence of God be amplified. Let his counseling spirit be amplified in your life. And that means that we just have to be intentional about understanding that hundreds of years before Jesus was born, it was foretold that one of his qualities, one of the gifts that he was coming to earth to bring us, is to be our wonderful counselor. So I encourage you, let that happen this Christmas. However that looks for you, whatever space, whatever time you need to set aside to allow him to counsel you in whatever you need, I think there's also room uh, that we can allow Jesus to counsel us, not just in the direction we need to go or the guidance. We're always usually asking for something, and certainly he wants to be our counselor in that way. But I just wonder how beautiful it would be if we would also just let him counsel us in the joys and the praises and the thanksgivings that we have because of this baby that was born in a manger 2,000 years ago who came to give us more gifts than we could ever possibly give him, far, far more valuable than any gift we could ever receive any other way. It has been so great being with you today. And uh, this week, we're going to be looking at this passage and each one of these character qualities in depth as we go through the week. And I hope uh, that this will be a very a good time and will serve you well in your celebration of Christmas this year, 2022. Let's let Jesus truly be the reason for the season and let's celebrate what he came to do for each and every one of us. God bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.